Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about obscurity and JavaScript. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, is there a way to improve obscurifying code or making JavaScript code obscure so that it actually becomes secure? This is a great question. The short answer is no. There is no way that we can do this today, but you can absolutely add a layer of security on top. I don't think that you should think about obscuring code as something that is useless, but you should not think of it as being as secure as other, other options. Let me explain. So when we're talking about obscuring code or uglifying code or something, any like just trying to make it complicated to understand, say something like JavaScript, that is in essence what, like obscuring guys, for those of you who don't know it, all it means is that you try to like make it very hard to understand what the code is actually doing. And usually the way you do this is that you, maybe you replace all of your nice source code variables with like one character variables and like things of this nature. Hackers have a favorite in JavaScript that I think is absolutely, it's horrible that we can do it, but I think it's so cool where they will create a, a function that maybe base 64s encodes and decodes things and then they will simply convert all of the code that they have in JavaScript, like all the variables and indexing and all that stuff, to base64 strings and then they can still call these functions because as long as they, in the code, decode the base64 um, string, they, the functioning will actually be the correct thing and in, in the JavaScript runtime it will actually still execute that function, which makes it almost impossible to do like static analysis and search for does like a function name that is like does a bad thing or connects to bad system or something like that because it's all just gibberish from the perspective of the reader, right? So these things you can do and you can absolutely develop really advanced ways of obscuring but the problem with obscuring is that there is no encryption element. Now the reason why there's no encryption element is because when the browser executes your code it only understands JavaScript. So if you wanted to make a secure implementation of JavaScript, well, then you would pretty much have to come up, at least if you ask me, with a system where you send encrypted data to the browser and then the browser somehow knows how to decode that information without that being like something that can leak out to a hacker. But like a, in theory, that is a, an almost impossible thing to do because, well, it's not impossible, but I would say I just don't know of any initiative where you could do this. It's a very complicated thing because usually the way to make something truly secure or is to have a shared key, a secret key of some sort that the both parties have access to in some fashion so that they can decode and encode messages to each other. But as you can imagine, if every single person who has a browser or visits your, your web page needs to have this key, that kind of becomes unsustainable, right? At least for the, the way the things work today. So you can absolutely make the obscurification much, much harder. I mean, you can come up with all kinds of complicated things, which as I said, like you can base 64 all the executable code and then you can hash that on top of that. And then you can have like another set of functions that need knows how to decode all of that, that gibberish that you have into something useful. But 
The problem with this is that JavaScript is public information. So as soon as your your user goes to your website and gets your JavaScript gets your JavaScript to the browser because that is basically what the browser does. All the browser is is a file accessing system that knows how to render out HTML and all of the uh, the associated uh, files and things of this nature to a canvas of some sort. So what you're actually doing is that you're downloading all these files to your file system. When you visited a browse a website, you can go to your file system and actually access those files because they're on your system. And the second you do that, when they are on your system, uh, then the hacker has the file with all the source code. It is obscure, It's you have, you have created a situation where it's very hard to read and understand this, the, the code inside. But it's only a matter of incentive for a hacker to actually crack that. It's, all, it, it's always a matter of time. They, I mean, hackers, like the really good ones, they're, like, they have their own tools to decode things. They have their own, you know, they're smart people as well. Like, not all of them, but quite a few of them are intelligent people. So if you give them enough, enough of an incentive to actually crack this thing, they will spend hours and if not weeks on trying to figure out how to decode this information that they sign so that they finally get actually to just in, so that they can just have the ability to read all that code in in plain text and that is all it really takes it's a matter of incentive if you have the keys to the kingdom in your JavaScript. If they knew that, oh, you know, if I just decode this source file here, then I can control all the traffic where the traffic gets routed on, say, Google's search engine. I mean, the, they would they would gladly spend I don't know how much time trying to de-obscure that code in order to achieve that goal. So. The thing that I don't agree with, which, so, which some people feel, is that obscuring code is pointless because you, it's not secure, right? That is absolutely true. It is not secure. You cannot obscure code and then you send all your you know, secrets into, the, into cyberspace and then think that nobody's going to steal it because they will. they will. It's just a matter of trying. But what it does provide is a, another barrier that the hacker needs to overcome. And that is security in its essence, because we have systems today that we know for a fact are totally secure, but it's all about levels. How much security are you willing to actually include in something? Because security usually means that you, there's more hassle involved. There's less convenience and all of these sorts of things. So the way that I think that you should think about obscuring code is to think of it as a very low end security measure that you can take for something that isn't critical to you or to your business. Think of it as having a padlock for your bike. So if you were to have, let's say that you have a bicycle and you park that inside in town for for work purposes or something like that and you put a padlock on that bike that is what obscuring code actually means you are not trying to create a situation where no one in the whole world could possibly steal your bicycle you just want to make it a little bit harder for anybody who is looking to steal a bicycle to steal your bicycle so that if you add a padlock then maybe they will actually look at some other bikes and close 
buy that don't have a padlock because it's easier to steal those than it is to steal your bike because it has a padlock. That is exactly what it's all, it's all about. You would never say, ever, ever take like all the cash in your bank account, put that in a box and put a small padlock on it and then put it in the streets in the, in the city because that is way, like it, the, the security measure is ludicrously um, too low. To, to make you absolutely sure that this thing is going to, you know, that nobody's going to steal it. However, it's perfectly fine for a bicycle because, I mean, if it gets stolen, it gets stolen, you will replace it and that's a hassle, but you're still willing to take that risk because it's very convenient for you to be able to leave your bike in town when you're doing commuting or stuff of this nature. But for your life savings, well, then you probably are willing to say, okay, I should probably keep that in a really secure safe somewhere in my house or in a bank or something like that. And I'm willing to deal with the hassle of, of that just to make real sure that this is even more secure than my bicycle. So what I want you to take away from this is that if you think about obscuring code as something that just keeps you safe from hackers, don't, because it's not a secure way. It's just a matter of trying to figure out how to decode all the information. And since there's no secret key or something like that, this is just a matter of time. They will crack it. They, I promise you that they will if they really want to. So thinking of obscuring code as just a secure way is something that is bad. But what is good to think about is that it adds another layer of complexity to solving that problem. So if you think about it as having a padlock for a bicycle, it's the best thing for you. It is a small extra security measure that you can add in order to make sure that if someone is looking to steal something, steal a bicycle, they're going to go to another bicycle. They're not going to steal yours. But you would never ever try to use something like this to secure your life savings. That requires a much more extensive and inclusive security measure than a padlock. Have a great day.